once I started getting in the rooms, surrounding myself with people that were doing bigger things than me, I felt pulled up instead of pulled down. And that was truly like one of the biggest things is not the tools, it's the people. Welcome to the Healing Her podcast. This is your grief expert and friend, Ashley Lemieux. Welcome back to the Healing Her podcast, you guys. I'm so excited because we have not done a car interview for several months, actually since November, because we had our fun New York series, which is officially over, and then we recorded some at home. And I was like, I just am feeling like I need a really good girls chat, so. Let's go. I texted my friend and neighbor, none other than entrepreneur, marketing genius, and guru, energy hype woman extraordinaire, Susie Holman, to well, come bring her car over to hang out. So well, I had to bring it really far, you know, like a whole point oh, one miles. And I should have just walked because then I would have gotten over doing this in my car. I show up, you're like, let's get in your car. So the camera is, you know, boosted up by a boxing glove that I happen to have. And, you know, we're really fancy. Toys. I love it for us. I mean, this what's me. It's what makes it real life also we both have matching space, space buns <laughs> which i don't know if we should be embarrassed about or happy about i'm happy about it a million Are percent about they're it? a whole vibe i have to tell you though i was at target today and it was right after my workout class and so i looked like a sweaty wet rat my hair was just like <laughs> so sweaty grease back bright red i'm one of those girls i do not look cute after working out i couldn't be more red and just like are you okay I'm there with Annie Rain. All of a sudden, I hear Ashley Hovick, which is my ma- maiden name. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a blast from this? the past. Who I is look, this? and it's two of my good friends from high school who I have not seen for oh. at least 15 years. Oh. And I was like, of course, of course, it's today looking like like this. You know, like you want people to see you in your yeah hundred percent moment. Yes, that wasn't it. Mm. Mm. So, but also you're assuming that they haven't seen you. Everyone's also seen you. Even if they're trying not to see you, you know, at one point you posted something that people shared (laughs) around their circle, like, oh my gosh, did you see Ashley? That for sure has happened. So, I don't know. I'm still reeling about it a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) So, anyways, now I'm like, now we're just chatting our space buttons. Okay. Here's what I want to talk about with you, specifically you today because I know that you've gone through such a journey and right now Susie what I am seeing happening at least in my community but I would imagine it's happening with women everywhere everywhere because of the dms I'm getting and the messages I'm receiving so often so many women feel absolutely stuck right now but then there's also this fear of well what if I try something and I fail at it Mm. and What if I try something and I'm investing my time and my money into it, which I feel like my money is tight and I'm Mm -hmm. scared and I lose that. So not only what if I fail, but what if I lose these resources that I feel like I'm already lacking. So now I'm just staying kind of stuck where I am and I'm on this endless cycle. Oh, it's like feels like such a lose lose. 
Yes. Money is like my favorite subject to talk about ever. I love talking about money, but it also has such a sharp edge. Mm-hmm. Like it's so triggering for people. So all of us have our own like particular money stories. But I would say to the people that are like, oh, I'm so scared to invest. Money is flying around on these like highways around us at all times. And when you do something, you have an offer, you put yourself out there, you invest in yourself, you open in that little highway like a portal for money to be able to flow to you. But if you never try, like you never open the portal at all, like where are you going to make the more money? If you're not investing yourself, if you're not learning and growing, you're not opening any portals, you're not giving it any chance. There's no chance. And without taking that chance, we just stay where we are. Totally. Unless you are literally the luckiest 1% of humans on planet Earth and you win the lottery or you get this grand inheritance or something, but that's just not how it works for people. So I would love to hear where kind of you started because I know that you didn't come from money. Money wasn't always your story. And now you have built this incredible business serving so many women. And you've also allowed your husband to retire from his job Mm -hmm. as a dentist. So where did you start? Let's start from the beginning so that we can work through that to where you're at right now. So I became a nurse when I was 19. Then I started my little photography business because I was putting my husband through school. And I started this little business and I was where most women are terrified Mm -hmm. to start paralyzed. I started my my photography business probably two years after I should have because I stayed in that like I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed to put myself out. there. What were you embarrassed about? It literally was this thing going through my head. Like, who does she think she is? Like, really? She's going to call herself a photographer. Mm. She's taking pictures of her husband at the beach. And now all of a sudden she's a photographer. And I was so scared of people thinking like, I don't know. It was just that painful thought of who does she think she is? Yeah. So I finally, finally got brave enough to ask my friend if I could take her newborn photos. And I charged her $35. No. I did not open a large portal for the money. I could not. I was, I was like under, undervaluing myself. $35. Are you kidding me? But I, I couldn't let myself, I couldn't even value myself higher than $35 to begin. And then it was really a slow, like $35, $65, $95. And then I remember one time I felt really brave. I had this moment and I was like, yeah, a family session with me is going to be $250. And I almost threw up and they didn't blink an eye. And I was. Because that's a very average rate in the photography industry. Totally. But for me, it felt like pie in the sky. Uh But I got that pie in the sky. And then it was like, what is, what else is possible? What else is possible? What else is possible? And then I've just like really since then started other businesses, growing a photography studio, then became an influencer for a while and opening up bigger and bigger and bigger portals along the way until now we're doing like 15,000, 20,000, $50,000 offers. Something that I appreciate so much about you that you've helped me with a lot the past year and specifically the last six months is you try things without, at least it seems like, without this fear of failing at it. Mm. Do you still have the fear and you just work through it? Or have you launched so many different things that you're just like, we're going to see if I like this, if it feels good, if so, I'll keep going. If not, I know that I can pivot or like the fear is always just, there. It's always the there. The fear is always okay. there. But I failed so many times to learn that like that's not that big of a deal. 
Mm. Like I've failed so many times. Like how many offers have I done over the last six years that were complete flops to realize like, okay, that, that was a fail in some regards a fail, but the failures have been like my biggest pivots, my biggest lessons of like, yeah, that's not a direction I wanted to go. Thank the good Lord above that failed because that would have sent me an entirely different direction. And my path is this path. But every single launch, every single time you put yourself out there, I don't care if it's like $29, I still feel that like, is this this going to work? Yeah. And I also appreciate something else that you often tell me is everything's an experiment. This is an experiment. And if it works, you keep going. And if not, then you can pivot. And I think with the question of well, what if I fail? Mm -hmm. This is going to be so inspirational, but I think it's also just so important to accept and acknowledge it is that you're going to. You're going to. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you and right with anyone else or that you're the only one experiencing the messiness of trying to do something different. It is part of the human experience. You have to fail. You have to fail. You have to. And it's okay. There's... I would say there's no way to find your path without failure. February is the month of love, so why not show some love to your skin? Most skincare routines only deliver superficial results, but thanks to today's sponsor, OneSkin, you get a scientifically proven treatment that improves the appearance and health of your skin at the cellular level. For a limited time, our listeners will get an exclusive 15% off their first OneSkin purchase using the code HEALINGHER when you check out at oneskin.co. Invest in the health and longevity of your skin with OneSkin. I love how OneSkin makes my face feel. I've added it into my nightly and my morning routine. I put on my moisturizer in the morning and before bed, and it feels soft and, you know, not greasy like some other products, and helps my normally dry skin have the love that it needs. Something that's so important is treating the symptoms rather than the root cause of aging has long been the norm. Most skincare available on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction in visible signs of aging, addressing just the surface symptoms of an underlining decline in skin health. One Skin is more than skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code HEALINGHER at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HEALINGHER. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. Yes. So people are so scared to even go try because of the failure. But like, if you don't fail, you're not trying. You're never going to find your path. It's a requirement. It's a requirement. I think that I have gotten so much clarity in my life because I have said yes and Mm -hmm. tried so many things that totally did not either didn't work out or or did and felt Mm -hmm. terrible. And I'm like, oh, that's a no for me. But you can never know what path you want to be on. If you don't choose one or you don't let yourself just keep walking. And so I think where we start feeling stuck is we have these feelings inside of us of, I know there's more for me or I don't want to feel this way anymore, but it feels easier. And what we know about our brains is that we are so much more comfortable 
staying in a place, even when it sucks and even when it's hard, we at least know what to expect. Totally. But when we do something new, even if it can produce something valuable for our lives, it still feels scary because it's so unknown and foreign that it feels hard to take that first step. So unknown and foreign. But I think we have to take away the word failure because just like the frequency of the word failure feels so dense and harsh and icky and terrifying, but replacing it with learning Like I always tell you, experimenting, Mm -hmm. that's all everything is, is learning. Then it feels a little less scary than like, what if this fail? What if you learn? You will learn. Mm -hmm. It's learning, not failing. There's some questions that I ask myself, too, when I do have those moments of just being really afraid. And one of Mm -hmm. those is, what am I telling myself? What story am I telling myself that this says about me that is creating this feeling inside of me? And often it is comes back to such old stories that are no longer even relevant in my life. But I still tell myself, well, this means that I will be like that or I will fail like I did at this other thing or it's tied to loss and grief and in general. But it is a different, a totally different situation that is not related at all. And so that's a question that has helped me a lot of what is the story that I'm actually telling myself about what it means about me mm. if this doesn't go well. And when I can get that answer, it gives me a little bit of confidence because then I can work through that answer and figure out what actually is holding me back and separate my reality against like past Totally. Stuff. Like going back to when I was a photographer and I should have started way, way, way way sooner than I did. And the old story I was telling myself was that those people that were going to judge me, like the old story was that they really matter, like that they were important, Mm. like they were more important than even the people in my current life were all these people in my past life. So really having to release like the old stories, the old old shadows of the girls from high school or the girls from my hometown, like I could not go forward until I released or overcame that story. I think for women specifically too, There's so much proving that we feel like Mm. we have to do to prove to other people that there's space for us or that we are good enough to have a seat. And the reality is there's room for everybody, but that's not what society tells us Mm -mm. specifically as females. And so I think a lot of that worthiness conversation i mean you could have a whole separate conversation on just feeling worthy of success and joy and all of those things but i also think that when we have gone through really hard crap in our life Mm -hmm. it can become scary when things feel good again Mm. it's like you can live in this cycle of waiting for the other shoe to drop and so i've met and worked with a lot of women who are very successful And because of their success, they carry around so much anxiety because Mm -hmm. they're like, why is this going so good? What does this mean is coming for me? And again, that's one of those patterns where if we aren't doing the work consistently to create a new relationship with the reality that is actually happening right in Mm -hmm. the moment of our lives, you could launch something and, and feel great for a moment But if that is still trailing you, the feeling of what if I fail? There's not a level of success that comes financially 
or numbers wise or popularity wise mm-hmm. that you can ever reach and and not feel the fear of losing it if you haven't done the work emotionally that's needed to feel safe and secure with who you are. Totally. Have you ever read the book, The Big Leap? No. Oh, everyone has to read read this book because it's explaining exactly what you're talking about perfectly. He calls it the upper limit problem. And he says, when we're used to dwelling in this certain frequency, we're used to feeling like kind of like feeling like crap or just feeling like mediocre. And then something goes well. And then things start feeling good and it doesn't feel safe. And so you but up against this upper limit and because it doesn't feel safe, you'll automatically sabotage it. Yes. So it's like you see that we happen to this happens in our marriages all the time. We're like our marriage is here and then maybe we go on a trip together or like something feeling super high vibe and we like we'll pick a fight. Because we're actually used to the baseline of our marriage that's pretty much right here. And I don't know if it feels safe to go to this like super high level. We all bump up against this upper limit problem and we have to get comfortable blasting into a whole new feeling that we've never felt before. I first gave AG1 a try because I was so tired of taking so many supplements a day. I was tired of keeping track of the pills, of having to swallow all of them. And I wanted a single solution that supported my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps. So I started AG1, and since drinking it, I have felt more energized. I have felt less overwhelmed trying to keep track of my supplements. And not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. Or if you're like me, I love adding it to my coconut water to give it a little additional flavor. I notice that I need more nutrient support than I used to, especially as I'm aging, especially since my body has gone through a lot of changes the past couple of years. I noticed that my energy levels were tanking and I wanted something that helps cover my bases with high quality ingredients like pre and probiotics because my gut health has become so important to me. I want something with antioxidants and whole food source nutrients. And I know if I drink AG1 daily, I'm gonna bring my A game to my workout and to the work that I do and to motherhood and feel that extra boost. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a partner to the show. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash healingher. That's drinkag1.com slash healing her. Check it out. So what tools then, like tangible tools, did you surround yourself with so that you could keep bumping up as you've been on this progression Mm. of your life and career? Tools were important, but people were super important. It was the people. And actually, I realized the people that were actually wanting me to stay small and that actually they felt more safe when I was at this level or at this frequency or at this amount of happiness or success. And they wanted to keep me there and I let them keep me there. But then I reached out to a circle above me that's like, we want you up here, come up even higher. That once I started getting in the rooms with or get, surrounding myself with people that were doing bigger things than me, 
I felt pulled up instead of pulled down. And that was truly like one of the biggest things is not the tools, it's the people. That's so good. We actually, Mike and I just did a podcast episode last week about how that can happen in your marriage where your partner mm-hmm. can see that you're trying to grow mm. and progress. So if you find yourself in this space and you're like, well, what if like that's my partner? Go back and listen to last week's okay. episode because I think it will be really helpful for you. But I I also think that a lot of us have this mindset of like we're the people who need to save the other people around totally. us. And so a lot of times we will kind of stay at that level and being able to be in a circle where you are not only lifted up, but you can see what's possible for you. Because if it's possible for you or for me, then it's possible for you too. And you know what? You're like a living example of this for me. It doesn't have to be like, I go to this retreat or this mastermind and I pay to be around all these people. You literally just call in from the universe. I want people like this. I want people doing big things. I want people that are further along than me. I want people that are vibing at this level. And the next thing you know, you move to Arizona and down the street is this amazing woman who's now your really good friend who's doing big things. Like if you ask for that, it will be given. Like manifest those women into your life, those people doing bigger things than you. And it's going to make failure feel a lot less scary because those people that are further along than you, they failed a lot more than you. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And they're most likely open about it. Totally. Because I feel like when you are secure in yourself and what you're doing, that failure piece, it's just like, yeah, man, I went through that too. And you're willing to share to help each other. And it's not this thing where you're just trying to hide from everybody what else. do you say half of our conversations are like our big dreams and the other half is like that sucked man this that went terrible yeah. yes yeah. but how how just unreal would our relationship oh. be if it was only like me making you think that everything was just rainbows and totally sunshine all the time that's not what a friendship is so i love that you brought that up when you can have people around you to help you. I know that there's online communities where you can find that support in, you know, a lot of times there are local clubs and things. I actually just joined, um, it's called Burn Bootcamp. I joined it because I was going to the gym so often just by myself. And I was like, this is just so boring (laughs) and so lame. How can I meet other women who are just wanting to go work out Mm -hmm. too? And I joined and I don't hang out with any of them outside of the yeah. boot camp, but just being able to be there and be in their energy, it makes my workouts every day feel so fun and excited and uplifting and we're high-fiving and we're cheering each other on. And you just have to get intentional about the type of people that you want to be surrounded by and then go join things where they're going yeah. to be. I think like your boot camp is a perfect example of like get around people who are trying similar stuff than you. Yeah. Because like when you're going through similar things in life and in business, then things just got so much more juicy and supportive. Like be on, go with some people who are on similar journeys than you because they're able to help you more than people that are, have no idea what path you're walking. So good, Susie. What would you say to the person right now who's like, I want to take the sleep? Mm-hmm but I'm still just really afraid. What would you tell them to do first? That's such a good question. I get, it, we you said touched on it a little bit before. What are you really afraid of? Dig all the deep layers down. Like what is it? Are you afraid that you're going to be laughed at? Does it go deeper than that that like you're afraid you're going to be abandoned? Mm. Is it afraid are you afraid 
that you're going to not be loved? Are you afraid that this mask that you've been wearing of like coolness is going to come off and you're going to be exposed for who you really are? Like once you get clear on that fear, then you can face it in the face. But until you know what that monster is, it's hard to fight it. I love that tip because until we can acknowledge and find the truth of what's actually happening, we don't we don't know what's actually happening. I've never shared this before, so I'm going to tell you just super quickly. But when the pandemic happened, beginning of 2020, I still had my clothing boutique shop, Ashley Lemieux. And we sold online and, and we had a brick and mortar store here in Gilbert, Arizona. And with clothing or anyone who owns any type of product based company, you know that so much of your money is tied up in inventory. inventory. You're just purchasing inventory and selling it to then repurchase inventory and keep growing. And it was draining me of my energy because I didn't want to be in the business of selling clothing. I'm, I'm in the business of connecting and, and empowering women. And part of that at the time was mm-hmm. through clothing that made them feel good. So it's beginning of 2020. I have this. It was like if I kept work, walking further with that company, I just kept feeling like I was truly hitting this brick wall. It was like, you are to shut this down. Mm. This is no longer part of your business. This is, you got to end it. I'm like, I have a quarter of a million dollars of inventory. What's happening? Why am I feeling this way? I felt like, oh, and I also was recently pregnant also. And I just felt like I had failed at this thing. And I couldn't get over the fact that I had all this inventory because we had projected, you know, six months in advance. And and finally, I just realized I can't keep living like this. And I have to trust my intuition that I'm going to figure it out. But we got to shut down. Okay, mm. so we did a Whoa. big blowout. We did a big blowout sale, sold off a lot of it. So I think I still had, though, I still had six figures in inventory wow. left. We got out of the contract, the lease for our store, which I had also put in tens of thousands of dollars to renovate, put in new flooring, paint, make it look beautiful, dressing rooms, all the things, right? Like, cause you have to make wow. it custom to your brand. So I sell off my contract. Miraculously, I found someone to take it over and that was done. And now I just had this pile of debt and I felt like I had let my husband down, th- this baby who at the time we thought was going to be joining us. And I was like, I don't know why I felt like this, but I, I can't do this anymore. Literally the next month, the world shuts down from COVID. No one's leaving the house. No one would have been shopping Whoa. at our store. Manufacturing in China shut down. There is no no boutiques are really having access to any type of clothing. People are afraid at that moment to spend their money. And I realized that what I thought was this great failure of mine. Mm, The greatest protection. It was the greatest protection. And then I became just so focused on what's going to fill me up that will also pay off this debt and allow me to live forward, move forward in a lighter way. And then the next month I went septic and almost died. I could, could not have done not any of have that. ran any of that. And then that next year was my highest grossing and net revenue that I've ever had. Why? Because I focused on the one thing that I wanted to do, but it required me of letting go mm. of so much other stuff that I thought was what I should be holding on to when it was terrifying to let go of it. 
So there's a real life example that wow. not just happened too recently for me, but I think a lot of times we see people online and we're just like, well, it's easy for you to talk about this because you've had it easy. No, 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 no. Totally. <laughs> and I, the thing, the thing that always drives me nuts is when people are like, that. Yeah, that just comes easy for you. Or because you have this big online following, everything comes easy for you. Yeah. Do you know what happens when you have a big online following? You then fail in front of a bunch of people. A billion people, and then they talk uh, about it. One hundred percent. Like the girls for, that are for sure sending your stuff around. <laughs> yeah. That they maybe are. They might be listening to this. They're great. I love them. But it it doesn't. It actually just magnifies. Like the same things that you're going through, that you're going through when you're just starting, people are going through on their 700th launch. Like we're all human beings going through different levels of the same experiences. And so humanizing that, humanizing the failure, humanizing that it's freaking hard to try, but you do it anyways. Why do you do it? Because there is something inside of you that like keeps you wanting to do it. Your thing with the store, like if you follow the energy, it's not going to lead you wrong. You fall the energy to this brick wall. You're like, I can't. This is draining me. This isn't working. That's a, that pointed you in a different direction. And just if you keep following that energy, it there is not going to be a end failure. There may be like a little detour. A few detours. Yeah, a little like go over this way. Maybe not that one. But like the only failure is to like literally stop. Yeah. And you're here because you haven't. No, never, never. Like, so I think retirement's so funny to think about. Like, when are we going to retire? When are we going to be like, we're going to now chill at a beach? I mean, honestly, it sounds so boring. To so me. boring to not so just boring. have a, at least some type of purpose that you are working towards whatever totally. that could be. And it doesn't even have to be in a work way. It could be, there could be so many other things that you focus on. So even as we're having this conversation, we're not telling you go start a business. No. Because a lot of people don't, don't want to do, do that. that. But there go are- Go follow your energy go, somewhere. Yeah. If that is like a knitting class, is that to burn boot camp? Is that to wherever that like energy is trying to like put you in contact with something that's so awesome for you? By the way, I'm, I'm starting a ceramics class next week and I'm so excited. <gasps> what? I, yeah, I'm going to part pottery class now. <gasps> Why didn't you invite me? I have the come? wheel, remember? Yeah, you yes, haven't used it. I, I didn't think you I would want to come. No, I'm coming. You You're invited. Come? Yes, I okay, want to come. Okay, let's get you signed up for a class. Oh, that feels like very so... like juicy and sparky. And right? I love this, especially if you're like a human design manifest, like a human design generator, like someone giving you the spark to respond to. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually always have to come inside. This like from inside of you, this spark mm. to follow, someone else may say something that sparks it in and you. And you're like, that Wait, sounds really exciting. Yes. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that for us. Maybe at some point we can throw an in-person ceramic class for all the wow. Phoenix you pottery went really people. Big we're going big there after our first I'm pottery gonna, class? I'm going to take that little spark and we're just going to ignite no. it. Well, let's do pottery together, everyone. Are you in? <laughs> I feel great about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is where my brain needs to stop. <laughs> Susie, you're the freaking best. Oh. Thank you so much for talking with me. Yes. I feel like we need to just have more convos together for the podcast a million percent it's fun we could talk about so many things together oh we do talk about so many I know, things but i mean for everyone else to <laughs> listen in on listen in on where can everyone come and find you if they haven't yet yes well i come follow me on instagram Susie holman have a podcast she's so fun on instagram oh. we'll link it below and but my thing is to get into the room with people. I absolutely love being at retreats and masterminds. And if you can get in the room, if you like are a person that's seeking that community of women doing stuff, entrepreneur women are kind of my vibe and my people. So I'd love to see you over there. We'll link everything. Susie Holman. 
below because she's awesome. And I'm Thank so happy you. that we're neighbors who wear space buns together now. <laughs> I do ceramics classes. I do ceramics classes. <laughs> Susie and I are actually going to go walk the desert now and talk to each other about our dreams and failures, failures. that are currently happening. So, <laughs> I, so love you guys. I know. Thanks for being here. Uh, and until I see you again next week, take good care of yourself. I'm so honored you joined us for this episode of the Healing Her podcast, where healing isn't just a destination. It's an empowering, transformative adventure. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss brand new episodes each Tuesday. And if you're ready for more tangible tools, make sure you grab my best-selling book, I Am Here, wherever books are sold or in the link in the show notes below. Take good care of yourself until I see you again next week.